Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello everyone and welcome back to my podcast. My name is Darren Connell and this is Straight White Whale, episode 29. It's going to be a wee bit different this week because we've not got a sponsor a couple of things happened last minute and it was a wee bit of a lack of communication. So we've not got a sponsor this week. Maybe me talking about sucking bangers for Giros and hair transplants <laughs> scared a couple of people away. Um, I don't really know why. Um, but <laughs> first time in 29 episodes we've not got a sponsor. So I was going to ask you a favour, Paul. Okay. Instead of giving a sponsor a shout out, I was wondering if you would like to give Brothers in Arms a shout out. Absolutely. Um, Brothers in Arms, will, will we make them the sponsor, the unofficial sponsor? Of the, yes, podcast? we can make them for the, the sponsor for the podcast today. Absolutely. So Brothers in Arms are a suicide prevention charity that focus predominantly on men, although their services are not just exclusive to men. Um, they have... Um, give people access to a free app called Thrive, which is a mental health app that gives you cognitive behavioural tools, meditation, breath work, and also if you're in crisis, you can speak to a live counsellor 24-7. Um, the website, brothersandarmscotland.co.uk, if you go there, you can sign up to their app. You can have a look at some of the resources. They've also got a sort of... Uh, Young Brothers, I think it's been called app that's about to launch, which is going to focus on sort of teenagers to young adults. So I think 12 to 18 year olds um, spreading 
good mental health practices. Um, they're an amazing charity. They've got their own podcast, Brawls and Arms podcast, and they've got a comedy night coming up um, in Tent's Bar in the basement um, in July that's featuring Mark Nelson um, and a few others. Let me just get you some details. Um, maybe I think I'm in a Facebook group. Tenants Bar, a very cosy little venue. Second of July, it's the Gallus Palace Comedy. It's getting called. Mm-hmm. Um, and I man, it's uh, Mark Nelson, Chris Forbes, Colin Higgins, John Carruthers, and Mick McNeil. And it's twelve fifty a ticket. Um, show starts at eight. I think it might be nearly sold out. So if you're thinking about getting a ticket, I would get one rapid. But I met very good of you. Awesome. Thank you very much for, for doing that for me, because if that was me, I'd be like, eh, brothers, we arms, um, dot com, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a charity. Chris Forbes, for anyone that doesn't know, is a fellow Scott Squad cast member, mm-hmm. and he's doing very well in the stand-up circuit. Um, so that's going to be a good night, and obviously the money goes towards Brothers in Arms. It's a great charity. Um, mental health has affected everybody. Suicide, unfortunately, has touched people in on some way or another. Uh, so it's a great charity. And if you're struggling with your mental health, get in touch with them. They're good guys. You do a podcast with them, don't you? Uh, they record their podcast here in the studio. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's called Brothers in Arms. The Eyebrows in Arms podcast. So there you go. Check out their podcast if you're interested or if you're struggling, get in touch with them. But, you know, there's plenty of other charities out there. There's Samaritans, and I'm dyslexic, so I had to write this down. Um, Scottish Association for Mental Health. Um, on their website, it's S-A-R-M-H. So, in my dile- dyslexic brain, I was like, slam? What the fuck's that? <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> it turns out it's just short for that. It's a, a an acronym. Aye. Is that, is that it? Is that right? I think Don't even right. ask I me about that, is mate. I was uh, in the red group. So, aye, there we go. Um, nice to start the podcast off with something a wee bit more positive, trying to help people instead of me saying I would suck a banger for Giros. So, how have you been in the last week, Paul, since I've last seen you? I've been good, mate. I've been really good. I don't know... I know that I've been seeing quite a lot about Mercury being in retrograde and all that sort of stuff, but I've been really fucking tired. Like, mm-hmm. every morning I've been waking up and just thinking, I just want to sit here and do fuck all, all day, but push myself, get up, need to go to work, get people to see, get podcasts to record, you know, you need to just go on with these things, I think, when you're having a wee... See, when you have those moments, uh-huh. that's, I know fine well that it's important. That's when it's super important for me to get gone. Yeah. Because I don't have the motivation. Like the mornings where you wake up and you're like, I'm buzzing for it today. That's not really the important times. You yes. need to like keep yourself in the zone when you don't feel like doing the stuff. I think maybe my missus had a wee cold. Maybe I've got a wee cold working on me. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but I've been tired. Yeah. Sort of physically and mentally. But Working and grafting hard, baby. 100%. But I've decided that, you know, I'm going to take the Jubilee. Because if we're going to have the old bastard then I may as well get something for it. <laughs> when is uh, the Jubilee? Next weekend, mate. Next weekend. Thursday to Monday. Did anybody else think uh, the Jubilee was a sweetie? No. 75-year-old Jubilee, man. <laughs> right, I'll be fucking stinking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Remember Jubilees? Quenchy cups. That is a sweetie, isn't it? Uh, it's a quenchy cup, a frozen quenchy cup. 
Aye, aye. I thought I was just being a fucking idiot. No, there no. we go. See, I'm no daft. Um, I, I've been feeling good. I, I can see what you're saying when um, it's very easy to fly through life when things are going well. Uh-huh. But as soon as you hit a speed bump, that's when you see the true side of somebody, I think. Uh, when somebody's struggling for work or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing all right. I've been in the flat for 26 days. Not that I'm counting. <laughs> <sighs> Um, it's been good, mate. If you get good. like a wee scratch on the wall, like like fucking uh, Shawshank. I basically, but it's a positive one. It's like ticks. <laughs> it's weird. It's like I've been sitting eating my dinner at a dinner table and I've not had family me- members ask me if I'm mentally ill. I'm like, oh, aye. This is nice. You just sit and talk to your imaginary friends on the table. I basically. <laughs> Openly. Sitting eating a toy scone and my dad would be like, ah, look, we've got reason to believe that you're on the cusp of a full mental breakdown. Why? Because I'm having a toy scone on a Wednesday. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that is a sure sign of a mental breakdown, to be perfectly honest. But have you found what's what's been what's been the positive aspects of having your own space? Well, I'll tell you quickly, right, see in the last couple of weeks, people have been getting in touch and they're like, oh, we love the podcast, you and Paul are an amazing combo and I've been asking, should I get guests in and stuff? But see, the last couple of weeks, people Mm -hmm. have been like, you and Paul are amazing, but uh, Paul's really good for you. And I'm like, (laughs) what do you mean? Okay. He's like, because he's a therapist and stuff, I can tell that he's been good for you. So thank you very much, mate. It's all right, mate. Um, so I, what, what was the question there? Sorry. What's been the, what's been the notable positive changes of having your own space for you? Why has it been so good? You're like, it's amazing. Other than, you know, you don't get the condemnation of your dad, like trying to tell you, gaslight you, like you need to go and get a psychiatrist. You're eating, I thought he's gone. But um, what, what else has there been? <laughs> I think it's like, <clears throat> I love my family, obviously I love my family, but stupid things like not having a desk to work because I'm self-employed, so I've got a tour coming up, so say for instance I'm sitting in the dinner table and I've got family members cutting about, so I can't really give my work the full focus, or when I had an agent you get something called a self-tape edition, where you have to self-tape it in your house or somewhere else. Um... But it, because it was during lockdown, it would be in the house. Mm-hmm. But, you know, my dad's 80% deaf, so the telly would be up loud. People would be like, when are you getting that? How much? And you're like, it's just an addition. I'm not getting it. You're like, so when do you start filming then? Like, all that shit. So to mm-hmm. be able to have your own space, uh, to do my work at a desk, to be able to... Uh, eat a dinner at a dinner table and no have fucking much tax did you pay in May last year because there was a letter that came through the house and uh, everybody's going to get blacklisted so enjoy your dinner by the way you're like what <laughs> I paid my tax mate <laughs> everybody's going to get blacklisted aye. pure urban myth <laughs> aye this house is going to get blacklisted and your uh-huh. mom's going to end up in a care home stop eating tip totty scones right good night Uh or like other family members, like I've got brothers, I've got a couple of brothers that are just absolute cunts, mate. Like, right. And they just come in and it's a horrible tension. And so it's good to be away for that fight or flight. I felt like I was in fight or flight, right. really. And my body's not been in fight or flight. I feel like I've lost weight through no even exercising, mate. Just, just like being away for that tension. 
That's stress, no having stress. to stress eating shit. Stress eat. I've noticed uh, my my appetite has reduced. Um, you know how I was saying I was having five, five wanks a day? Uh-huh. It's went down to two. Nice. So things like that. <laughs> Just like I feel like I've became healthier. Right. It's good, uh, man. Your creativity... Obviously, it must be better if you've got space to like just sit and work. You know what I mean? I do feel a lot better, mate. I feel happier. Um, I've started. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's laziness there as well. I watched all the Terminator films, and now I'm going through Kindergarten Cop and like all the Arnie films. So like, obviously, there's a wee bit of laziness there. But I've started making TikToks in the flat, right? Because if I'd done that in front of my dad, then I would be in Stockpile chained to a bed, right? He'd be like, which, witchcraft? Are you gay and into witchcraft? I'm like, I just made a TikTok. I'm giving my dad a bad name, by the way. Know, this man. is for comical effect. 95%. <laughs> <laughs> Your poor dad. I know. Blaming him for everything, man. And everybody else in my fucking family that I hate. Yay! So, aye, TikToks, man. I never thought I would return to that. After like my the, Vine days. The, I was going to say, it's like the return to Vine, isn't Aye. it? But you were big on Vine, weren't you? Yes. But this time I feel like Evander Holyfield. No, no, Holyfield. Uh, <laughs> Is it I, George Foreman. George Foreman, right. Aye. I feel like George Foreman, 56 years old, in the ring, just uh-huh. doing these TikTok dances. Fucked. Uh, you've got like fucking Kaz Milliken or whatever that fucking guy's, like these young guys that yes. are coming up with this new like comedy. And you're like, I'm what? Don't statesman. ever use Kaz Mulligan in the word comedy. Surely, ever he, again. Surely that qualifies as comedy, even if it's just laughing at him. I don't want to be cruel, but Do you think it's a an act? If it is an act, then he's a fucking, he's a fucking genius. genius, mate. Yes, um, I've met him. Have you? Aye. In here? No, in here, but in a podcast studio ages ago. What was he like? It's not an act. Okay. He's not a genius. It's genuine, like it in. It is quite funny, like, but it's genuinely who he is. Um, I don't think that, um, he he turned around and said to me, I bet you hate me. Mm. And I gave him the response that I felt really would jag it in the mist. I was like, I don't even know who you are. (laughs) Which was true at the time, mate. We're not being nasty. I'm not being nasty. The guy, I was being completely and utterly honest but yeah. i actually seen a wee bit of his fucking soul leave, leave his body because he was, he was having a sort of pre-chat with a podcaster and they were talking about the hate he gets and he obviously just looked at me and went that guy's in his 30s yeah be, you know a little hipster he's gonna be the pure type of guy that fucking hates, hates my guts you know what i mean because he's like we sort of trendy with the, the tan and the haircut and all that and i genuinely had no idea who he was mate mm-hmm. so i just thought he was like, I bet you hate me. And I was just like, mate, I don't know who you are. Amazing. You're just being honest. I was just being honest with the wee guy, man. They'd be perfect to be perfectly honest. Yeah. See when but, they're all challenging each other to boxing matches. No, I've not seen this. I I, I don't really know who they are. I know who he is, but uh I they're all challenging each other to but boxing. Like Scottish matches. TikTokers. Aye. I had a comedian challenge me to a boxing match once. I'm not gonna name him. Did you? You know who it is. I know. I think you've told me the story Aye, before. I'll tell you, you after the podcast. <laughs> I live with regret every day that I never you accepted. You didn't accept it? Aye. <laughs> what, bare bum boxing, was it? Like, fucking... I definitely would fucking <laughs> win that. World champ. 
You want to know a <sighs> random fact of the day? Let's go. Humans are the only animal that enjoy spicy food. Apart from this pig. <laughs> is that true? Yeah. Right. Well, I found it on Google. Right, okay. Google is the AI, so it knows everything. I wonder why that is. Well, you never see a gorilla eating a fucking pepper, do you? Mate, I've never... I mean, you bel I barely see gorillas. Like, uh, they could be fucking jumping about <laughs> stealing people's fucking scotch bonnets. We like. could <laughs> Google that later. Just put in gorilla lamb madras. <laughs> <laughs> gorilla Vindaloo. I think the wrong thing would come up if we were like to uh, Google search Gorilla Vindaloo. Aye. Like Gorilla Meat. Like oh, in fucking Brazil fuck. or something like that. But I wonder why let's have a wee like why do you think that is? Why do you think human beings are the only animals that enjoy spicy food? Well, I think it's because other animals just don't cook and it's that simple. So they would hunt uh like a tiger would hunt a zebra and eat raw meat. Uh, gorillas eat bamboo and plants so i don't see how they could eat spicy food mm. unless it would be like ch chili plants and stuff do you get all that shit i bet that's like seasoning that we aye. use to try and improve we're trying to i i suppose we are trying to improve what they eat aye. like so we don't just have a steak we pepper and salt the steak to make it more mm -hmm. palatable i mean you know for a fact some mad comfy poso has gave their dog a vindaloo Steaming one night. Like here. 100%, mate. Have over that, Sean. Aye, mate. In the dog bowl. <laughs> I've been in house parties where cunts have gave their dog hash. Honestly. Aye, oh, never mind man. a fucking spicy curry, but it'd be whether the dog would eat it. If I had some hash, it would eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, like, well, I so I, I it's got to be because, well, you know yourself, see when you, you have a diet, say for a few months, and you eat, like, bland foods, like just chicken, vegetables, maybe a wee bit of salt. You get super used to it. It becomes really tasty. Yeah. And then when you eat something like, it's kind of like I used to drink Coca-Cola constantly, right? From when I was a wee guy, poor education on it. My mom would just be like, here, it's first thing in the morning, glass of Coke, lunch, bottle of Coke, dinner, glass of, do you know what I mean? That yeah, was, that's was, what we drank, barely fucking drank water. I think that's a scheme thing. But then when you drink Diet Coke for like a couple of years, and then you go back and you have a Coke, you're like, ah, fuck me, man, that's disgusting. Like, yeah. it's pure sugary. So probably like that, like, you'd probably be able to acclimatise an animal to, like, spicy, like, seasoned foods. Do you know what I mean? So, like, uh, uh, an experiment. Like, you've got a golden Labrador and you just get a fucking... You start with a korma. Aye. And <laughs> <laughs> then four years later, it's sitting eating fucking aye, chowder with ghost chili pepper on it. Pure. Aye. <laughs> it's evolved. His brain's evolved. You ever seen a dog drinking beer? I've heard that people gain like dogs a wee bit of beer mm -hmm. and it's been all right. Aye, the people love it, man. Aye. Fair enough. I had a cat that ate a magic mushroom. Oh, really? Well, I didn't have a cat. My flatmate had a cat. And we were taking mushrooms and I dropped a mushroom and I was like, where did that mushroom go? And then the next minute the cat was pure bumped and it was not. And I'm like, fuck that cat. Feel <laughs> 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 Aye, Exactly, mate. Poor fucker was never the same. Uh, I don't mind getting a dog a beer though. If it's been out walking all day, I think it deserves a beer. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it does its fucking cold water in the morning, it deserves whatever. Take a gram. Yes. 
your cup. I don't know why I keep slagging them because I do enjoy cold water therapy, but it's a simple joke, isn't it? How did your TikTok get in? Uh, I put Moan the Hoops at the end of it, so a few people were just like, Moan the Hoops! Like, <laughs> also, it was quite funny. Um, last week we were talking about Celtic and Rangers. Quite mm-hmm. a lot, a large part of the podcast was on Celtic and Rangers. And I've got an uncle that's a Rangers fan mm-hmm. and he listens to the podcast. And he was proper like, you know what? You're a right dirty fiend bastard, by the way. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> get down on your knees Struggled. and grunt, you fucking fiend bastard. But you know what? I love you. Like, that's the most Scottish thing I've ever heard in my life. Aye, all I love, man. Respect, but you're a fucking bastard. I love you, man. I remember being in his house once and he was like, ah, you fucking dirty bead rattling cunt. Who wants a pie? <laughs> at half time uh-huh. half time pies be drat one mate wow wow I, I mean know. it's like I'm not a catholic so Aye. you're pretty much slinging shit at a non-existent wolf that's your problem you don't like catholics I'm not a fucking catholic yeah. so or my, my other uncle that's in the army I like to slag him because he doesn't <clears> stay <throat> in Scotland so I, I rarely ever see him but I talk to him all the time mm-hmm. and the other night he was like ah, you know I could kill you like, I could end your life and I'm like giggling and all that. And he's like, no, no, I could kill you, mate. Like with my bare horns, I could end your life. I was like, okay. Can you rate the podcast? <laughs> Give me five stars on Spotify, please, uncle. <laughs> Before you take my life. <laughs> I will. What type of fucking things that to say to your nephew? You know, I could kill you. Should be like that. See if you were sleeping. I could kill you. Or I'll just poison your food, mate. Yeah. I couldn't do it with my bare horns, but I could fucking stick a bullet in your head, you cunt. You're fucking lying in your sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Such it's, a pointless thing to say to somebody. Do you know I could kill you with my bare horns? Aye. All right. Hey, he might be able to kill me, but I'm going down with. I'm not going down with a fight. You know I'd get fucking laid up. No doubt, me too, mate. If he's in the army, man, probably fucking mad, sadistic cunt. Aye. Aye. So I'm not going to name him, but I love you, mate. Don't kill me. Or I love. Respect. Hi. <laughs> Don't kill me. Uh, also hit a nerve on Twitter talking about Frey Bentos. We've spoke about this in the podcast, didn't we? I'm pretty sure we have spoke Bentos. about Frey ben- Free Bentos pies. I was in a shop the other day and I seen it on the shelf and it was like walking into the fucking 60s, mate. So I took a photo of the tin mm-hmm. and uh, the security guard walked, followed me around the shop and I was like okay. mate I was just taking a picture because it's a Frey Bentos fucking pie in a tin it's quite funny and I posted the photo on Twitter and everybody was like um Frey Bentos is actually delicious <laughs> uh, I've never actually tried it pie in a tin mate I wouldn't you know how we're saying we'd give dogs curries uh-huh. I wouldn't give a dog a Frey Bentos a Frey Bentos pie no I'll... Don't know what happened there. Malfunction. Free bentos pie is all right. Like the free bentos steak pie. Don't get the steak and kidney pie. Oh really? Oh my god. Do you like kidney? Do you like the taste of kidney? I don't think I've ever tried it's kidney, mate. Fucking rancid. See if you've never tried it, you won't like it. It's an acquired taste, mm. as as they would say. But a, a free bentos pie is all right. Doable. I if you're dying in a fucking field. If you, I've, exactly. I don't know why you'd be dying Sick. in a field, but if you need to eat a Frey Bentos pie, I'd but eat it. it's not good, mate. I mean, yeah. the, see, you get, this is what it's like. It's like a layer of crust, right? 
I think you take, I don't know how you fucking cook them. I'm pretty sure you take the lid off and you just put the tin in the oven and then it comes out and you just slide it out. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, so you get like a sort of crispy layer of pastry. But see underneath that, it's just sludge. Oh man. So see when you get a normal steak pie and it like the boat mate cooks, the boat mate free bentos pie doesn't cook. Or maybe my mom fucked them up. But it was like a sort of crispy layer of thing. You'd be like, oh, this is all right. Oh, a wee crispy fucking bit of puff pastry. Then it's just like a mixture of fucking slime and steak. Oh, my God. So it's not. It's like... I feel quite dry bulky there. So the difference between a steak pie that you buy at a butcher's and you would cook and a free bentos is like the difference between a sirloin steak and spam mm. in the tin. It's the mm. same levels. Is spam all right? Uh, spam's all right. But, you know, it's not ideal. I've always been quite weird with meat. I don't think I don't, that's why I went vegan because I don't like things with bones in it. I don't think I don't like things like brisket. See the shit you're talking about, like kidney and stuff. I would never eat that. Right. Uh, but I had a full English breakfast in the flat. Like I, we never had that in my house growing up. Like a Sunday breakfast. Did you know? Never. That's shit's weird. And, right. Or you'd get judged for like eating too much and stuff. So right. like I made that. My pal came up and I made him a full English breakfast. And what was in your full English breakfast? <sighs> to my vegan friends, I'm so sorry. Uh, square sausage, mm. link sausage, mm-hmm. beans, fried onions, seasoned. Uh, no bread or anything like that. What? Uh, no toast? No toast, no bread. Fucking none. Um black pudding oh yes and haggis no eggs no eggs i'm very i'm not very good with fried eggs i need to practice yeah oh it's like you're you're not very good at cooking them yeah right the secret is low heat low heat you rush them everybody rushes their eggs mate i'm i'm supreme at eggs yeah i did the pure bodybuilder diet for like five years I, oh. so like chicken Steak, eggs, I'm fucking top notch. But the mistake that everybody makes is they put the frying pan on too high a heat. Yeah. So the, the bottom of the egg cooks too quickly. Then you're trying to fucking scrape it off and turn the air. You bust the yolk. That's just a fucking shambles. Or the worst is you undercook the fucker and it's still all white. And I can't go that, man. Aye, that shit gives me the fear. I'm good at making scrambled eggs and stuff, but I'll try the fried egg. It's weird because I'm kind of going back into vegan food. So I start off vegan in the morning, vegan for lunch, and then for my dinner, it's like a quarter pounder. I'm like, fucking hell, it's going to be hard. I'm just going to, you know, let break myself back in. I'm not going to go full vegan, because I've realised that that's bad for me. But should get the Beyond Burgers. Aye, they're nice. They're yeah, nice. That's what they it, make planters, isn't it? Yes, yes. Also, I feel really good, though, because I haven't had any, haven't had any junk food, because junk food's a problem for me. As we all know, I haven't had junk food since I've moved into the flat. 26 days, mate. And I do feel as stupid as it sounds. Like when you eat healthy and you exercise, you feel amazing. But when I've removed that from my life, even as a cheat or a treat or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm just like, I I can't do that, man. I just feel, I found a, oh, what's it called? A spicy chicken place. What's the place he's called? What one? Pepe's. Pepe's. Right. I phoned a Pepe's and I just got chicken, like no chips or carbs or anything. And I ate that one night and I felt like, aye, that softened the the blow mm-hmm. instead of getting like a pizza or something. Right, it would just fuck you up. Mm-hmm. I go grey when I eat junk food, mate. It's like, 
it's like a mild I would say it's like allergic or something, but no full blown allergic. But when I eat fucking junk food, I just it fucks me up, man. And then on top of that, I crave it and it just fucks my my appetite up Aye. as well. Like your willpower to not have it as well. I like so like if I was to eat a normal dinner, I'd have a chicken breast and broccoli. But if I have a slice of pizza, I'd have fucking two pizzas. Mm-hmm. Like it just does something to my insides. Mm-hmm. You can have better carbs. As I'm drinking a can of Monster. I know, mate. Is that a sugar-free? Yes. Well, it's not too bad then, but it's got enough caffeine to kill a whale. And I sw- are you saying I'm a whale? Straight white Straight whale? White hey, whale. come on, everybody. But don't. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, though, I only drink this shit doing a podcast. Hey, do you not have one before you go on stage or anything like that? No. Like, I ju- genuinely swear on my mother's life I only drink this during a podcast. I don't do it before it. I don't do it after it. So I have one can of Monster a week. I can't go the stuff, mate. I just can't do it. Do you man. know it does taste like rancid shit? It's horrible. And I don't know why I drink it. it gives me shakes. Not too much caffeine in it. It's like too much in the one go. I get all shaky and all that, and like feel like oh, oh, it's my anxiety. What have I got to worry about? Oh, and then all, all the things in your life just come flooding into your fucking mind, and it's like I just causing yourself fucking absolute. But I know people, mate. I've got I've got guys that come in here at seven, eight o'clock at night and spark a can of monster, and I'm like, mate, how do you sleep? How do you that's, fucking sleep at night? That's crazy, isn't it? Aye. So there we go. The the week in the life of Darren and Paul's diet. Also, I've brought the beard back as well. Looking good, mate. Because you've got a better of a beard, I feel. Thank I feel, you very much. I feel like um, my manhood has been questioned. Or does it? Does it intimidate you? Yeah, it scares me. I feel like a cock around you. <laughs> <laughs> I look like the mad. I look like the the mad uh, beef and dumb guy out of Superman three. <laughs> <laughs> I, I genuinely to, think I look like a wee bit like that guy. You do look like him a wee bit, mate. Mm-hmm. I used to dye my beard black, and somebody said I looked like him. Did you? And I, I dyeing your beard. <clears throat> it was short-lived by the way because you don't have black hair I so know. you must have had like brown hair and a pure black, black beard. beard mate what a bad guy in a fucking parody Aye. of james bond movie a or fucking villain Aye. i remember doing a gig one night and i because birds liked it as well by the way birds said they, they liked it and if birds say they like it i'm like fuck it don't give a fuck what anybody says um but that's I was, why we do everything <laughs> <laughs> so i was doing a gig one night and it was at a festival and Christopher MacArthur Boyd, a very funny Scottish comedian, great guy as well. CMB, he goes by. Um, check him out, follow him on Twitter, funny as fuck. As I was walking on stage, he was like, ah, you look like fucking Randy Savage. And as I was getting to the stage, it just fucked my head up. And I was like, I need to shave this off, man. That's, I was trying to think, who am I thinking about? And it's... Uh, WCW, Macho Man Randy Savage. Yes. Like. Hulk Hogan had it as well, didn't he? He suited it though. Do you think so? Well, Randy Savage looked like he painted it on. Aye, like mate. me. Superman. No, it wasn't Superman, but was he? Spider-Man. The first Spider-Man movie. You've done very well. Oh, yeah. Sadly, he died in a car crash. Oh, did he? Yeah. I thought it was a heart attack like the fucking rest of them. But Maybe, maybe he did have a heart attack driving. Do you think Randy Savage was his real name? Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> Turning up first desk. <laughs> Randy Savage. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you want for your dinner, Randy? Free bean toffs. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, man. They fucking cunts definitely learning about the free bean toss pies, man. 
So we're going to go through the notes and see what's been happening in the week, etc, etc. Can I ask you quickly how long we've done now? Half an hour. Half an hour. Right, okay. It's pure unadulterated nonsense. It's pure nonsense, isn't it? (laughs) It's good, but... I love it. It's good for the fucking soul. I've just put down growing a beard dot 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 for the babes. Um, Nobody's actually been in touch with me though, so I might shave tonight. Started making TikToks. Random fact of the day, obviously. Um, We'll go to the news. Okay. I've been avoiding the news, right? And obviously some horrible shit's happened Uh, in the last week. A couple of days, mate. Fuck me. Really horrific and we'll maybe get to that. Uh, But I want to talk about Putin. Okay. I never realised that he's sick. He's sick? Yep. So there's major rumours going uh, about. He's dying? Yep. Right. Uh, this is why he's escalating everything, like rapid. I thought it was a conspiracy theory, but see if you actually look at videos of him, he looks fucking awful, mate. Um, so there's a rumour going about that he might have cancer or uh, what's the thing that Michael J. Fox has got? Um, Parkinson's. Parkinson's. Right. And supposedly he's got around-the-clock care from doctors and stuff right and he might be dying so i find that fucking mental mm-hmm. that that shit's happening mm-hmm. scary man because he might you have a death wish uh, you know what i mean i'll just not give a fuck like if i'm dying fuck it may as well take every cunt with me because he looks fucked he does look gray like Aye. he looks mentally he looks like an alien or Do something you know, i think that people like that like even if you look at the the americans or the british like boris jacob reese mogg Mitch McConnell, all these guys all kind of look grey and dead inside. Yes. It's like their hatred comes spewing out their skin or something, man. It's like not a nice look. They don't look normal. They don't look like normal humans, mm-hmm. especially that wee smog dude. Aye, mate. He looks, somebody said this, he looks like a fucking haunted Victorian puppet. Aye. <laughs> yep. I think that's a famous quote about him. Aye. I think yeah. he's probably owns a haunted Victorian puppet. But I back to Putin, that's... Um, so I take it that it is a bit of a conspiracy theory and people are sort of drawing conclusions based on how he looks and the way that he's acting. Wouldn't it surprise me? It wouldn't it surprise me if that's if what he was it dying. was. I watched an, an interview <clears throat> with a couple of people that about... Is it Putin or Putin? Putin. I say Vladimir Putin. I think it is Putin. Like Putin toast in the fucking (laughs) oven. That's how I say it. (laughs) Vladimir Putin. The Scot we say it the Scottish way. P U T T I N G. Uh, (laughs) Putin. Vladimir Putin. Uh, (laughs) Um and it was with who's the guy that did Apocalypse Now? Uh Brando. No, the director. Coppola. No, was it? Was it no fucking Francis Ford Coppola? Or was it? I'll just double check. I thought it was um, the guy that did Wall Street and... What's it called? JFK. Apocalypse Now. Uh Uh-huh. Everybody is going to hate this, listening to this. (laughs) Who cares? I know. We don't care about you. Come on, baby. Francis Ford Coppola. Right, okay. So he did do Apocalypse Now, but Oliver Stone... Did he yes. have something to do with that? JFK, he did. Did he have something to do with Apocalypse Now? Who, Oliver Stone? Uh-huh. 
Not that I'm aware of. Because did Tino do, or did he do, not, oh no, did Tino do Platoon? Aye. I, I knew that he'd done a Vietnam movie because he fought in the Vietnam War and he came out and he was, he was actually like some of the stuff that's in that movie, ha- he's seen that fucking happen. He'd got mm. a pure psychotic fucking Sergeant Major or whatever that made them go and fucking rape people and all, like that was the orders and whatever. He did the 2017 uh, interviews with Vladimir Putin. I did not know that. Over the course of like four months. Um, I think he says he was with him for like seven hours a day, just interviewing him. And he said a couple of interesting things that I was like, right, and I don't know, it's not really changed my opinion, right, because clearly the guy's a warmonger and he's not, you know, it's not like the conditions inside Moscow are ideal. But the things that, the thing that Oliver Stone said to me, said, didn't say to me, said on this interview where I was like, that's very strange was that there was nothing that he wouldn't answer. Like, he was basically like, you can ask me anything, which I found very strange because your politicians don't do that. Yeah. So people that have got something to hide don't want to answer awkward questions. So they'll be like, you can't ask that. You can only ask this. And it's all about like, whereas he was like, you can ask me what you like. And also he gave them full editorial on it. Wow. He only, He's seen it when it get released. And that made me sort of wonder about who is this guy? Like, is he as bad as what we're getting told? Mm-hmm. What's actually fucking going on here? Do you know what I mean? So right up until recently, because do Ukraine, do they not have a law against gay people? When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I don't know, mate. I don't so know I think we've got something to do with gay people that is, like, really horrific, mate. Right. Like the LGBT uh-huh. community. Uh-huh. I think it's like illegal. It's illegal in Russia, isn't it? Aye. It's still illegal in Russia. They just get beat in the street if they fucking try and be gay. So I don't I'm getting mixed up. I don't know if Putin's got anything to do with that. Oh, he's definitely anti homosexual and a hundred percent. Yeah. Right. So I think maybe I that that sort of stuff, that's what I'm what I'm saying, like I don't I'm not saying like, oh, he's a good guy or he's a fucking Aye. prick. But what was very interesting is is that he doesn't seem to want to hide anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not the same here. We get fed very specific, deliberate information. We don't yes. get to know shit, you know. Like mm-hmm. we're seeing of late, Boris is out November 2020 being like, stay at home, stay safe while they're standing having a fucking laugh at a birthday party. Yeah. So they're literally laughing in your fucking face. And it's like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't, none of them are good. But it just made it just piqued my interest where I was like, wow. And then the other guy that was that I watched the interview on him where he was like, people in the West are sort of like, 
what's Vladimir's intentions? And he's like, they've been telling you. Go and read his, go and read any book about him. Go and watch any interview that he's ever done. He tells you what they're doing. First of all, they're taking back the the economical power that Russia had, uh, like that get stripped when the Soviet Union like went under. Like Boris Yeltsin was basically a Western puppet that sold all their assets. You know, have you ever seen Gods of War? Yes. Stuff like that. Americans went over, took all the arms, went and sold it to the Middle East. Like, so they basically get fucking ransacked when the Soviet Union collapsed and they took the wealth off of people that had it. But Vladimir Putin and his pals are the descendants of the people that get stripped of their wealth. So they're taking it back. And then the next part of the plan is we're going to get our global power back now once we get our econ economical power back, which they've got because Russia's responsible for like fucking 40 or 50% of the world's oil and gas reserves. Like gas proms, like fucking sponsors of Champions League and UEFA and FIFA and stuff like that. They're a rush. They're owned by one of his mates. And is that why everybody's bills have doubled overnight? I don't know if that's got something. It's definitely had something to do with it. A hundred percent. Like yeah. they can't buy, so they're having to buy for other places that cost more money. I don't know if it's really that because, like, if you look at France, their bills have went up twenty-three percent, whereas they've went up fifty-four percent in this country. I think wow. it's got more to do with the fact that we have a government in charge that believe in taking away any sort of power that any normal people have and part of that is taking away their money and how they'll do that is by just pumping your prices up like british gas scottish power record profits every year they don't yeah. need to put them the, the the prices up they choose to do it and they only can do it here because they can get away with it because we're not part of the eu well otherwise the eu would have regulations of being like you can't just double people's bills all night it's one yeah. of the reasons why we didn't want to leave you know, human rights and all that sort of stuff. Yep. But certain people don't value that. Aye, but all these racist, retired fucking expats in Tenerife. Don't give a fuck. But to get back to like the Vladimir Putin stuff, like I think he's a very interesting character. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he's quite the villain that he's painted to be here, mm -hmm. but I also know in my heart that he's not a good guy and he's not to be idolised but yeah. it's it's interesting listening to people who have met him talk about him and, and they're like listen he just he's not like politicking he's not out there being like smiling and shaking hands and holding babies and kissing babies uh -huh. while se selling arms to the Saudi government who go and then carpet bomb Yemen yeah. he's not doing that anything that he's doing he's like I were doing it you know here's you know what I mean but I genuinely think that um, this isn't over. Like, I don't think that this is the end of what's going to happen. I think Russia are probably going to try and take back another territory similar to Ukraine that was part of the Soviet Union and isn't no longer like it's became disenfranchised. So we'll see how it plays out. Mate. Like, I've dis what's the word disassociated myself. Mm -hmm. I, I don't really know what's happening now with that. I've not really looked at the news. Is it still? Like, horrific. I think it's still raging on, mate. Yeah. Again, the news that we get here, I don't think can be trusted 100%. Yeah. There's an information war going on um, mm -hmm. on both sides, um, try to spread this and bad information about what's actually happening in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Like, at the start of the, the conflict, there was a video of, like, farmers pushing a Russian tank, and they were like, they've ran out of fuel. That didn't happen. Yeah. Like that that's been disproved. Like that just did not happen. That was propaganda. Yeah. They just found an abandoned Soviet or Russian tank and just pushed got old guys to push it so they could be like, the Russians are like, we're winning the war. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Um, so some crazy shit going on, mate. Some in, yeah. in Ukraine, and I mean that guy's an actor. I the he was a comedian. Uh huh. Yeah. He was in like their version of Big Brother. Yeah. You know, it'd be like Rylan. I being a child cheered, mate. It's like me being the first minister. Let <laughs> <laughs> <Lemmy>. me. <laughs> Bobby for Scott Squad. You're better. If you're, I'd do a better job than fucking Boris. No doubt, mate. Absolutely no doubt in my mind about that, mate. What an absolute fuck. What? Um, also, what else has been happening? We need to just go through bullet points. I got a smart TV for the first time in my life. Right. Well, the smart TV was already in the house. So, obviously, I don't know how to fucking work it. I mean, this is why you're here, because I don't know any... Well, you're part of my... The, the crew. You're part of my family now. I'd die for you. Absolutely. But... You know, I can't turn on that computer. So. <laughs> <laughs> but my mate, my mate, I'm like, ah, mate, do you know how to work a smart TV? So this is the kind of level I went to to get this fixed. My pal works for Microsoft. Right. Quite high up in Microsoft. Okay. I was like, ah, mate, can you come up to my house and fix my smart TV? So he I came up. I love that. Mate, see the look. I mean, no doubt you get that and all. Like family members that are fucking daft and all that can you come up and fix my laptop right. all the time so he was like that with me he was like because I, I got a got a laptop off him once years ago mm -hmm. and i wanted it updated and he's like ah, can you tell us can you send us a picture of the the like brand and i just sent him a picture of the laptop with the fucking thing done and he's like mate I wanted to know the processor speed and all that. Like, <laughs> I bring up the bad wee window that tells you the, the about this computer. Aye. So he Mate. came up and set up my smart TV. And he was like, I can't believe it. I never realised when you watch YouTube on your phone, you can press a button and, and it goes on the telly. It goes on the TV. It Aye, blew, if it's the same account. It blew my fucking mind that I can watch that on the telly. No, I'm not exactly daft with technology, but... Even watching the smart TV is unbelievable. Like watching Terminator films and all that, I was like, maybe it was just my old shit telly, but you know, like the graphics and all that are still yeah, they amazing. Look, look great. There's a button on your YouTube app, save to watch later. Mate. And then there's a list on your smart TV library and everything that you save goes there. So see if you're, it's so good, mate. See if you're out and about, you see a video and you're like, fuck, I want to watch that. Just click the wee plus button and then you can see him in it curates it for you it's so good but i worked in mobile phones for years so i am your mate or i have been my mate to my family mate and it fucking does my boxing man see when people and that this is going to feel like an attack and it's not an attack because you don't do this to me but you've done it to your mate right <laughs> <laughs> um gonna gonna uh, gonna come in fix my phone and you go on you go what's wrong of like They've changed the fucking service centre number so they're not getting text messages and you're just like, what did you do? And the one that I hate is when people would be like, it's no day in this. And it's like, it only does what you tell it. Uh -huh. Like, it's an inanimate fucking object. It's a piece of tech. Like, it becomes an extension of your hand. So see if it doesn't do what you want it to do, it's because you don't know how to do it. Yeah. So stop getting angry at the fucking phone and get angry at yourself, right? Yes. The other thing is, how simple, this is the bit that I'm, I'm always just like, oh my God. How simple would it have been for you to go on YouTube and look at how to set up that smart TV and educate yourself a wee bit? Because that's how I do it, mate. See, I mean this, right? 
I did a podcast with somebody who was wanting to talk about the brain and, you know, like, and they were saying, you know, it was like, um, how do you learn and all this, like, sort of mythical, like, oh, the connecting the brain. And, and I was just like, I literally, see if I don't know how to do something, my first port of call is YouTube. Yeah. Always. See, everything that I have learned to do with a camera, with a switcher, with my MacBook, with my, with whatever, mm -hmm. I go to YouTube. You have got the biggest university that has ever existed in the world yeah. free at the end of your hand and, they, and there will be a video. If you just know, you go to the Toshiba, like that TV's behind you, Toshiba Smart TV, how'd I set that up? There'll be a guy there that's pure, this is for, this, you know, and I'm not meaning this an insult, this is for dummies. Yeah. They'll walk you through it and you can sit with the remote and do it. Yeah. But it's that lack of like, I don't want to do that, but because yeah. it's easier for me to get my mate to come up and get him to do it. But yeah. I mean, I feel like I need to justify, <sighs> justify myself here. I, it was a catch up with my, I feel like I'm sweating here. <laughs> it was a catch up with my mate and I was like, let's go for a munch, my treat. And then after the munch, back to the flat, cup of tea, bottle my cake. Up, right. And then I said, after all that's done, can you help me set this up? Do that all day long. That's great. Right. When I was on, I had a couple of times when I was single and I was on Tinder. <laughs> That I would go and build IKEA furniture <laughs> and get your dick sucked. Do you know what I mean? It's like what the hell? Not not that that was a condition. It would be like I'd be seeing these women, you know, like, oh, okay, and yeah. they would be like, ah, oh, and I'd be like, I'll come and do it, you know. And obviously, you know, you get a wee payout at, at the other side of it. But <clears throat> <laughs> see if mum, see if just go to see if my mom, like, not offered me a blowjob, but um, was like, gonna come run and fix my telly. And when I got there, she's like, I bought you a Greg's. Aye. thanks for coming out or whatever i'd be like superb like that's all right or even if i had somebody be like oh i, I want to catch up with you see while you're here can you take it no bother at all but it yeah. would be family members that would literally be like ringing your phone oh, don't know how to work my phone i'm gonna come in i'd just be like, and you'd be like fuck off and the thing that would really annoy me about it is is that people would come into the shop and it would be the same sort of attitude where you'd be like i could teach you how to do it and they'd be like no just do it for me Aye, aye. And then next week they come in, just done it again. I, mean, I could teach you how to do it. Nah, nah. Just, just. I ended up doing stuff with people where I'd be like, stop taking phones off people and fixing their problems and we'll, we'll create you. We'll go on YouTube and find videos and just send it to them and go do it for yourself. Yeah. It's like so better for the person, actually. Like you taking it off their hands and doing it for them is basically treating them like a win. You may as well yeah. just go, look, you can learn how to do it for yourself. Here, I agree with you. I've got family members that, you know, with emails and Facebook and stuff, I'm just like, you can do it. Like, that's the kind of lower version of that. But I, I can understand that must be uh, frustrating. It, it Just because it was your day job. Mm -hmm. See, now that I don't do that, if you were to go, oh, mate, I don't know, like, I'd happily help. Oh. I'd be like happy to help actually like cool I know how to do that I'll come help you no bother at all but see when it's your day job mm -hmm. and you and actually like sometimes you wouldn't be able to fix things for people because maybe they fucked their phone they're just screaming and shouting at you you're just like fuck off fuck like. off so then you you get into that fight or flight and then when you're going to help like your malware telly you're you're almost like your central nervous system goes into that because you're you're waiting for abuse I you're annoyed already Aye. Which kind of, I still can't access porn in the flat. It's weird. It went weird, man. Is it your Wi-Fi? It might be my wi It's weird, right? 
I can't watch porn in the room and I can't watch it during the day. Right. But I've noticed at like 9 p.m., 10 p.m. at night, right. I can watch it. Oh, you've got a parental filter. And it's, I can't watch it in the bedroom, but I can watch it in the living room. That's no real. Something's going on with that then. Aye. You're disconnecting or connecting to the Wi-Fi in one room or the other because the room would make a difference. Oh, really? Aye, so I can't have a wank in my bed, but I can have a wank so, in the chair. Wait, did, <laughs> I think you must be disconnecting for your Wi-Fi. Did you know, say, a few weeks ago that you're, you can't get porn on your mobile data? I can get porn here. Right. But you're, are you connected to the Wi-Fi in here? Oh, right. Check your phone. How do you know you can get porn in here? I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> Check your phone, see if it's connected to the Wi-Fi. You get the wee Wi-Fi signals up the top, or does it say 5G? 5G. Right, so your mobile phone is fine, uh -huh. um, but when you're in the house, um, who's, the, who's the broadband provider? Now TV. That's the TV provider. Who's the broadband provider? Who's on the router? Sky, Talk, Talk, Virgin, BT. What's it? I'll need to get back to you on that okay, one. Fuck's sake, <laughs> I'm right. so sorry. Aye. This has turned into a, this moment. I moan up to the flat and help me watch tech, tech coaching. Tech. Te mate, here it's been good for my mental and physical health. I'm not complaining. I've went down to two weeks a day. That's good, mate. And porn rots your fucking mind. It does. Rots it. That's probably why I'm so happy and my skin's so bright. 100%, mate. 100%. Every... It sounds a bit way. Every fucking load you shoot is like giving away energy, testosterone, <laughs> like health. Yeah. I think the optimum's supposed to be once every three days. One wank every three no days. No wank. One, like, whatever. If you're in a relationship, orgasm. shag eye. One orgasm every three days. Three days, man. I don't like, know if I could have deal with that, mate. Mate, I'd try it. It's wild, mate. Three days. It's wild. So, See have a wank on a Monday, then wait till Wednesday? No, that would be... That'd be every second day, so you'd be just skipping a day. Right. So Monday, Thursday. Holy fuck! Every Monday and Thursday, twice a week. That's it. Why am I getting a wank? Uh, why am I getting a wank? <laughs> why am I getting a hard on? <laughs> <laughs> but see, honestly, mate, see the energy that you get, uh -huh. the motivation that just comes. The and I'm not even. I'm. I'm meaning this as well. The creative ideas that come up. Of, you're like, what the fuck? You actually start getting shit done. You're like, yeah. what the fuck? Um, there's a whole community of people it's called no fap right? it's obviously started in america but it's like an anti-porn movement and i don't really buy into a lot of what they say but my experience of it is is that it's way healthier for you yeah your mind yeah. your mindset is just a different level when you're no distracting yourself with porn I hear I don't disagree with that. I know that it's unhealthy and even being on your phone all the time is unhealthy and no even porn. Mm -hmm. So so just have one wank on a Monday and then one wank on a Thursday. Unless you're in a relationship and then you can you can have your whole every day if you want, man. Like Aye. you know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with that because there's different you get serotonin because you're with another human being, you have a connection. Yeah. All these different things. But they genuinely for a thirty I'm thinking I think when I read this article it was like thirty and up mm -hmm. the the most should be like two or three times a week. You shouldn't be because you need that. Yeah. You literally need it. Like you need to fucking keep yourself going. It's energy. Oh, do you holy know what fuck. I mean? Think I'm about how, how you feel after you have a wank. You feel that pure. I just want to sleep, man. I'm knackered. Like, and I, you, you like internalize that. And there's, then you can get into like weird shit. It's not even weird, but like tantra, you know, like, and 
they do the thing where it's like have a wank but don't come and all sort of sort of stuff that guys get into these practice and breathing practices and all that and it's like well if you want to go that far go for it man i yeah. don't know what the outcome of that is but i know for myself like i i gave up porn about th about 30 so i've been not exclusively obviously because you sometimes on twitter it just comes up you can't help but see it yeah. i've watched porn with a partner i think oh. it can enhance your sex life but i've been that sort of like sit down watch a porno have a wank i've been free of that for nine year you know like i'm, a, I'm that's 40, incredible you know? mate no wonder you look like a fucking vampire I, and people are like the other day I had this conversation I had a couple of guys in and they were talking in their podcast and they were like oh you're old and they were like i know man i'm coming up for 30 and then after this i don't give a fuck like i'm not sitting there triggered by that i'm just i kind of laughed to myself mm -hmm. fucking they don't know what they're talking about mate. but that's no older but it's all to them yeah they're like 23 24 year old or whatever the other two and then after they were done they were just chatting about it and they turned around and went how, how old are you paul I was like i'm 40. they were like what no fucking way and I, and they were like how and i'm like i, I don't know yeah a complex jigsaw puzzle of things i think fasting does a lot yeah cold showers do a lot for vitality um and i, I don't waste my fucking loads my loads mate right i'm oh, not getting well. them out to just empty maybe putin's been ripping the fucking nut off it right, that's mate. why he looks sick or the politicians are just having a circle wink <laughs> in westminster and then they eat free bentos after it <laughs> and they're dying inside <laughs> what how long have we done coming up to an hour an hour right okay so um, i actually started getting a semi by the way there i'm just going to be honest mate i'm not sexually attracted to you i'm just saying i'm disappointed when people that. talk about porn and all that i just get Aye, you've get, that's the wiring in your brain Aye. So i've been sitting here doing a podcast episode 29 and i've got off a jobby good mate this would be a perfect time for you to get it on camera. It's a way now. <laughs> <laughs> it just went boop back in. Aye. Do, do you do, do we want to like I think we've got a choice here. Do we want to talk about something else or do we want to talk about what happened in Texas the other day? Do people do people care? I feel so we'll we'll talk about this and then we can end the podcast and then you can give a shout out to Brothers and Arms. We'll again. do something positive we'll do after like that. Aye, aye so i feel like when the news broke i was completely numb and dead inside to it my first reaction to it was for america and a school shooting it feels like it's been a while because i think last year it felt like there was a school shooting every two days mm -hmm. and then i i removed myself from that emotion and i thought how how horrible is that to to expect a school shooting from a country mm. especially america you know mm -hmm. i'm 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 with you i'm googling something mate um, yeah, so yeah just keep talking especially america because it is so weird that it's 2022 and it's like cowboys and fucking indians and they've got this odd gun fetish and it's really disgraceful and it's so heartbreaking and you know i read a little bit about the story I know that it was a school. Right. So see, just to get it into context, mate. Yep. There has been a mass shooting every single day in America this month. That is insane. I never knew that. The one, two, three, four, five, six, six on the 10th of May. So 
I get what you're saying, and the reason I wanted to Google that is that I don't pay attention to this either, and I was like, this seems like the first high-profile one this year, and I, it, it's just that they don't report them, man. <laughs> 18 dead. Yeah. So I'm looking through that list, 22 dead, 13 dead. It's it's wild, mate. But I think what you're talking about is we're numb to this. Yeah. We're so numb to it. It's no longer like, see when Columbine happened? It, I mean, in, <clears throat> in this country... When Dumblain happened, uh-huh. it was a national tragedy. It was a complete and utter shift in like the mindset of a nation or a country. These happen in America now, they don't even bat a fucking eyelid. Yeah. Or they come out and it's thoughts and prayers, right? But see, at the end of the day, I don't think there's no appetite for them to do anything about this. What? Why? Why though? Is it money? Is it just money? I, I think it's money. I think that it's important to remember why America started. Like, mm-hmm. the history of that country is separatism. The people moved there to get away from paying their taxes, to get away from control, to get away from government that was happening in Europe. Uh-huh. And they went there to start the new world. And when they went there, mate, it was like the Wild West. And that was 120, 130 years ago. They still had the Wild West. They still had people just jumping about. You know, he found found a bit of land that was good. Somebody just came along with a gun, fucking. So that is really fucking important. So they've got this idea. I think that's why, right? That the the history of the country is violent, and they've always had the right the rights to guns, right? Mm-hmm. The thing that really bugs me about it is when you hear the reasons, right? When if you ever see somebody on Twitter and they'll go, "But why do you need an AR fifteen or whatever?" And it's like to protect me and my family from the potential tyranny of this government. And you're like, right, let's get this right. Your government has got a nuclear weapon. They could, they've got a drone that could probably land one of the missiles on your fucking bell end if they really wanted to. Uh-huh. They know where you are for, because of the tracking in your phone and all this blah, blah, blah surveillance. They could probably just wipe you off like that. You wouldn't even know it's coming. Why do you think that you with your wee gun is going to do anything against the fucking might of a superpower? It's like, yeah. it's so fucking ignorant to the to the actual technology and the weapons that their government's got. Me and my friends, we're going to fucking stop them with our AR-15. It's like, you are a fucking backwards idiot, mate. Like, yeah. if you think that you're going to fight, like, if that government decides to become totalitarian, communist, whatever... They decide they'll fucking do it, and there's nothing that you can do about it. Yeah. So that's we comfort blanket, right? So that argument just doesn't hold weight for me, and they live and allow their kids to go to school with the potential of just being murdered. They could be cold blooded, uh, fucking murdered, and they they don't want to do anything about it. Yeah. Because they want to feel safer in case. The big bad government come and try and take away their yeah. property or whatever. It's fucking so I mean, stupid. I mean, imagine living in Scotland and thinking, if my kid goes to school today, there's a pot- potentially they could be killed. Imagine thinking that every single day, and letting that happen and allowing that to happen is mental. I looked at the story and it was sad. It was kind of same old shit. A wee weirdo loner that didn't know how to function properly. I think his gran had a go at him because he never uh, got out of high school and he snapped and he killed his gran. Then he went to the school and he did that. And I think a border control guy shot him. 
So right, I think I've seen somebody say something that you know somebody disengaged. I don't know how true that is. It what was, do you mean? Um, either a police officer or somebody with a gun or whatever seen him and basically shot it. Um, aye? I, I am, I'm pretty sure I'd seen somebody say, how could anybody in their right mind disengage with a mass shooter? I don't know, man. Like They, they seem to think that their, their solution is to train the to train teachers, to, you know, arm teachers and train them. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. What? I know. Why? Like what? So your your solution to the problem of too many people with high powered weapons is to give more people high powered weapons. Yeah. I'm just like it's so backwards. What's going on, mate? Like what's going on over there? They're taking away abortion rights. They're trying to reverse gay marriage. They're and 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 they want to just be able to go into a Walmart and buy a fucking a gun that can fire like a hundred bullets in three seconds. Yeah. It's like, I don't get it, mate. I can't get my head run up. And then the president comes out, releases a statement and he's on front of a camera, like, absolutely fucked. To be fair to Joe Biden, right? What was that noise That was me there, oh, mate. I just made a mad right. fucking noise. Weird I'm noise. So sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, mate. Um, I'm, I'm partial to a, a fucking, a random noise myself. I never f- even realised I made that noise there, I'm sorry. <laughs> to be fair to fucking old Joe, right? I, he's old and he sometimes in front of the camera he gets his words mixed up and stuff, but at least the guy came out yesterday and condemned. First of all, the, the shooting, but second of all was like, we're going to try and do something about this gun, his gun. Laws like the guy previous, Trump, wouldn't have even come out and said anything about it. No. Unless it was, you know, a Muslim or a Mexican that fucking did it, in which case he'd have been jumping on it. So, fair, you know, credit where credit's due. At least the guy has come out and went, we're going to look at this, we're going to do something about it. No other president has done fuck all about it. George W. Bush did nothing, Obama did nothing, Trump did nothing, and I hope that this guy actually does something about it. But you look at what happened in this country, mate. Thomas Hamilton clearly lost his fucking mind, went in, brutally murdered a primary school class. It was fucking horrific. But the government in this country at the time took action. We've had no other mass shootings in this country. New Zealand took action. No other mass shootings. Australia took action. No more mass shootings. How can Americans? Oh no, we're different. Uh Fuck off. Like, you're just, you're just wanting, like, I just, I I go back to this, mate. I can't get my fucking head on it. They're so brainwashed into believing that their shit doesn't stink, man. And yeah. that somehow, you know, they deserve... It's just entitlement. Complete and utter entitlement. See, when this happened with Dunblane in Scotland, do you remember... Because I can't remember that. I was too... I remember I it, mate. I was in first year of school. Do you remember who the who was in charge of Scotland? I think it was Tony Blair. Tony Blair. It was either Tony Blair or John Major. Yeah. Um. So what? Labour... It was Labour or the the death croaks of the the Thatcher like Tory party. But yeah. when did Dunblane the Dunblane massacre happen? I'm going to say ninety four. No, oh, it was later than that. Thirteenth uh, of March, nineteen ninety six. So um, I think Blair got in in ninety seven. So I think it was John Major. Wow. Um, who was in? What an amazing thing to do, though, to change that law and, and for for nothing bad to happen since is incredible. Same with New Zealand, man, and Australia. That's brilliant. It just goes to show you it can be done. Mm-hmm. 
I like the article that's coming up here. It's Britain ended school shootings after one single massacre. Um, I think it was John Major was the um. When did Tony Blair get elected? Aye, so 2nd of May 1997. So probably what would have happened would have been that uh, John Major's government would have got the ball rolling and it would have been the Labour government that completed the bill because I don't think it's that quick a process to get like laws through. So uh-huh. that probably took a while. But just shows you that here it's bipartisan. It doesn't matter who's in charge when something like that happened. Them at the time, do I think that if we were in a different world... And Boris was in charge, and I don't think he would do fuck all about it anyway. But yeah, um, th- at least that just shows you, like, what do we do about this? It's a big, massive problem. You know what I'm saying? Fucking one every day in May, fucking six in the tenth of May. Just a random day in May. Pick pick any random day of the year, and there's a bunch of fucking mass shootings happening in that country. What do we do about this? It's it's, it's difficult. It's complex. Is it fuck? Yeah. You ban it. You ban guns. You make it super fucking hard for people to get a hold of the guns. Yeah. Or the bullets. One of the fucking two. Yeah. It's up to you. Pick one. That's pretty devastating, isn't it? It's just 2022 and that shit's still happening. It's heartbreaking, mate. It's a heartbreaker. Yeah. Especially, like, I mean, at any time it's heartbreaking, but right now in the world, the the world just seems poisoned. Like, there's like a cloak of fucking Mm -hmm. evil over the world right now. And uh, mm-hmm. it just so the the fucking night is darkest before the dawn, mate. I think. Well, I hope that we're hitting this sort of like. What what do we do? Like, cost of living's unaffordable for normal people. You know, like it does. Uh, mass shootings, war in Ukraine, bombing the Middle East. It does feel like the world's a bonfire. Yeah, but that's gives us the opportunity to fucking fix it. We can see what's wrong. We can reverse it. We need yeah. to vote. We need to get the right people in fucking power. Stop all this fucking nonsense that we're doing between billionaires, three billionaires owning 90% of the media outlets. Like, that's basically propaganda machines. That's basically totalitarianism. Like, we can't have it. We need to stop. We need to reverse all this shit. Um, And we also need to keep fighting the good fight for people, like normal people, and not feel like it's pointless and gear up. Because that's what I feel... Like a lot of people do, they just gee up and just think it's fucking pointless. I'm just going to focus on me, make sure that me and mine are all right. And I don't think that is any longer. Yeah, like, that good doesn't enough. work. I believe in like I don't know if the term. I mean, obviously you can't apply that to school shootings and wars and stuff, but I think it's like start start off with micro micro kindness. Like if you're walking out your fucking front door and you see your neighbour, say hello. Do you know what I mean? Say all right. Mm-hmm. Like, it's weird now. See, when neighbours talk to you, you don't get that anymore. Mm-hmm. Just say all right to your neighbour. Open a fucking door for an old person. See if you see an old cunt struggling, fucking help her across the road. Like, how's that weird now? All that shit's weird. Mm-hmm. Or you're classed as a fucking oddball if you talk to somebody. Like, some we need, it's like we need a wash, man. And we need to start over again. Mm-hmm. And like things like charities and stuff, if you see a charity that you love, if you see something that appeals to you, donate to that charity. Like I love One Tree Planted. It's about planting trees, obviously. I don't think about that as trees. I think about that as saving the world. Mm -hmm. So that's a charity that touches me. So if you find a charity out there that you like, donate to that charity. Mm -hmm. That's it. Like it's 
a weird sort of idea that the best thing that you could do for yourself is to start doing things for other people. Exactly. Stop man. thinking about yourself. Stop being self-obsessed. Yes. How do people see me? What am I doing with my life? Where am I going to get my success? And start thinking about how can I help other people with these things? Because mm-hmm. you'll get so much more enjoyment about doing it for other people than what you will for doing it for yourself. Because if you don't do things for other people and just do things for yourself, then you're selfish. Exactly. And you know that. So it's fucking futile and pointless. Obviously, have yourself on a level where you can eat and you can survive. And that is a bell that is a minimum for a lot of people that is not achievable right now. And that's I think some of that's deliberately done to keep people in sort of fear. But once you're at that place, you see this time and time again, don't kick down the way. Don't look back and think they're all fucking scum because they didn't, you know, like the old the old James English fucking pish about junkies and blah, blah, blah. That doesn't do anybody any good, mate. If you've managed to drag yourself out of a bad situation, your job is to look back and grab some people that are in that and pull them up with you. Notice, turn around and fucking stick the boot in when they're done. If I can do it, you can do it. I don't even know if you've managed to fucking do it, mate. You know what I mean? I think you're just projecting that out in the fucking world. But do things for other people, mate. You're so spot on. Community. Yes. Community is so important. If that wee guy had had a community... He wouldn't have went and shot up at school. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I like what you said there. What what was the saying? Um through darkness there's Oh like the dark the night is darkest before the dawn. I like that. I it, it's just true, mate. It's just a true. Like same as addicts need to hit rock bottom before they take their recovery seriously. Yes. Otherwise they just half arse it because mm-hmm. it's they've no felt that if I don't do this, I might die. Yeah, I've learned that through experience. Nobody with, with addiction, nobody can save you. You need to make that decision and there will be help there for you when you make that decision and it will make it easier. But how many times have somebody said, that's me, Alpha, I'm not doing it anymore. I used to say that every week, every single week for years to the point my pals used to tell us to shut the fuck up. And then one day I just done that. We had a drink, it's over. My brain. I would I never even done it. Just something inside my soul just done that. You're done. So it mm-hmm. has to happen. Absolutely. So I think that's us. We've done over an hour. Um I think the podcast is a good mix of absolute nonsense with some serious stuff. As Absolutely, well. mate. Absolutely. It has to be. One last shout out for Brothers in Arms. It can't be all free bentos. It cannot. Yes, Paul, I'll let you wrap up with giving a shout out to uh, brothers and neighbor. So, if you have struggled with your mental health in the past, and you've managed to get yourself to a good place, but just sort of randomly, and you don't know why, or you're struggling with your mental health right now, or if you know somebody that is struggling with their mental health and they don't have the funds to go and get professional help through private therapy, or you know, even paying for gym subscriptions and all personal trainers and all these sorts of things. One of the best things you can do is go to brothersinarmsscotland.co.uk, sign up for the Thrive app and just do some of the sort of mental health exercises, build self-awareness, emotional intelligence. And if you're really, really struggling, you can speak to a mental health professional 24-7 on there. You might send a message and it takes them a day maybe to get back to you. But once they get back to you, you're in a text message conversation with a licensed professional. So it's an incredible service. It's free of charge. They've got their new app, uh, Young Brothers, I think it's called, which is going to be focused on 12 to 18-year-olds, and I think that's really important because young people need to be educated. If 
If I knew what I knew now about mental health, I'd have never have went into the holes that I did in my twenties. A hundred percent. I don't shh, sex addiction or not, but um <laughs> but <laughs> I'm getting a semi again. <laughs> but honestly, like I would I would have been able to navigate my life way better if I knew what I knew now. And that app gives you the, the foundation of positive mental health. So if you're struggling, have struggled and randomly just come out of it or know somebody that's struggling, brothersinarmsscotland.co.uk. Amazing, Paul. Thank you very much. No worries, mate. And I ought genuinely, like, hand to my heart, like, I love doing this podcast. It's a great laugh and uh, the punters have loved it. But on a personal note, um, how this just naturally kind of fell into place, the fact that, I mean, you're a great funny person as well, but the fact that you're a therapist as well, and I think that you've helped me, like, I don't think it's been deliberate or on purpose but it's just i want to let you know that i'm grateful for your help and thank you very much mate. I'm, I'm really grateful for the fact that we've had a conversation with each other i know that there's an end product of we're, we're trying to make it a good show and stuff but as a human being uh i'm genuinely grateful for that so thank you mate i appreciate that mate thank, thank you. you all right so if you are struggling, get in touch with the people that Paul told you about and join us next week for episode 30. Thank you very much. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.